Well, hello, everyone. This is Michael Volkoff, and welcome to episode 197 of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and hope you're doing well. Today, we're going to uh, review uh, LRN's annual uh, program effectiveness report and Navex Global's uh, survey of incident management data, uh, both annual reports that are interesting and always uh, provocative and a good sort of litmus test uh, on the year. And uh, this year, obviously, was uh, past year was dominated by uh, COVID-19 and the pandemic. So how that impacted compliance, uh, let's, you know, we'll dive into that in just a second. First, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor, Steel Compliance Solutions. Steel Compliance is the global leader in compliance and ethics management. Steel's compliance and ethics platform is comprehensive, robust, and easy to use to promote a company's culture of compliance. Steel partners with the world's largest, most respected companies to deliver compliance products and services that help organizations embrace a culture of compliance while protecting their brand. Building an ethical culture is a complex undertaking that requires a detailed understanding of the global compliance environment, considerable time, and specialized expertise. Steel's end-to-end ethics and compliance platform is designed to provide compliance officers with the solutions they need to proactively address changing regulatory and reputational risks. Steel's ethics and compliance automated platform offers critical functions designed to promote a speak-up culture to advance employee engagement, reporting, and incident management, Investigate promptly and fairly potential incidents to ensure compliance with your organization's code of conduct and applicable laws and regulations, including anti-corruption, anti-money laundering, antitrust, sanctions, cybersecurity, and data privacy. Manage your organization's compliance policies and procedures to ensure that policies are updated and disseminated effectively so that employees understand your organization's compliance requirements. Educate and engage your organization to promote understanding and how your compliance program applies to -to day-to-day operations. And evaluate and monitor your organization's business partners, vendors, suppliers, and customers to mitigate risk and ensure adherence to your organization's ethics and compliance requirements. To learn more about Steel's compliance solutions, please contact us at email steelglobal.com or call 415-692-5000. Well, I thought we'd uh, dive into these uh, surveys. Um, You know, COVID-19 had obviously a big impact, and you'll see that in sort of uh, the discussions that we have of the results and the review of the results. Uh, Let's start with LRN's Annual Ethics and Compliance Program Effectiveness Report, usually a big uh, and important report, um, and usually provides some good trend analysis with regard to effectiveness, what strategies are working. But 2021 was no ordinary year. So uh, given the challenges of COVID-19, LRN split the year into two. uh, And the way they did that is they did a report just on COVID-19 issues when companies were tested by the uh, Pope pandemic. And then they're going to issue a second report later relating to program performance uh, out, you know, sort of after the, the COVID-19 uh, crisis uh, started to abate. So um, 
There are, the LRN conducted a survey of 650 ethics, compliance, and legal professionals employed by global companies. And there were a number of sort of positive and negatives uh, uh, with regard to the key observations. In general, I would, th- I would say it sort of boiled down to ethical cultures uh, were tested and ethical cultures were valuable in terms of surviving and uh, moving through the crisis. Ethics and compliance programs, policies, procedures, controls, however, were uh, sort of uh, damaged or tested, if you want to say it that way, with sort of a negative uh, impact. uh, And uh, it's still not clear how people are going to rebound in general uh, from this crisis, uh, given uh, sort of some adaptations that have occurred and uh, some other pressure to get business uh, back and going. So, but let's take a look at the findings. We'll dig into them a little bit more. Two significant findings. One was 79% of those surveyed reported that their organization's ethical culture emerged stronger through their efforts to cope with the COVID-19 crisis. 82% of respondents stated they emphasized values rather than compliance rules and procedures to motivate employees to do the right thing. Now, with respect to ethics and compliance programs, 80% noted that their ethics and compliance program played a significant role in shaping their response to the crisis, and 71% reported that senior leaders integrated ethics and compliance issues into their decision-making processes. But uh, LRN noted a number of findings that corporate boards and senior leadership stepped up to the challenges their organizations faced during the COVID-19 pandemic. And overall, corporations' ethical cultures and frameworks were resilient and supported uh, by key stakeholders to adapt to the challenges posed by the pandemic. The picture, though, was not so bright for the programs themselves, the company's ethics and compliance programs. Um, LRN listed several key findings indicating the challenges that compliance programs experienced during the pandemic. 40% of respondents reported that their firms simplified or modified compliance procedures to meet new business challenges. 45% indicated that their ethics and compliance team strengthened uh, risk controls in critical areas like cybersecurity, privacy, and donations of critical equipment. And 48% reported that their ethics and compliance team offered greater assistance with employee concerns like expanding the helpline. Uh, LRN also found that most ethics and compliance programs did not pivot quickly in response to the pandemic, the change in working conditions, and the overall impact of the pandemic. For example, 24% reported that their firm's ethics and compliance program responded to pandemic conditions by using mobile devices to deliver training. 36% stated that their program began using shorter, more targeted training courses or videos. 47% indicated that their programs revised training schedules and the rollout of training curriculum. At 42% stated customized training and communication were implemented to address COVID-19 issues. Many compliance and legal professionals uh, who responded specifically noted that the pandemic was likely to have a continuing uh, 
negative impact on their compliance program, citing the difficulty to conduct remote internal investigations, increase in misconduct linked to remote work arrangements, uh, their expectations that ethics and compliance oversight and monitoring efforts will be less effective, and its pressure to relax uh, compliance and risk mitigation procedures as business resumes. So overall, it's a, a plus on the ethics and culture side and values and this, the resiliency of corporations and their cultures. And then we can see sort of uh, an underperformance in the area of ethics and compliance and a concern with regard to negative, uh, the negative impact that the pandemic will have. So now let's turn to the NAVEX Global uh, Incident Management Study. You know, NAVEX Global uh, produces a number of important compliance reports, but their annual incident management uh, benchmark report is based upon all their hotline data. And as the hotline sort of dominant provider, uh, you can imagine the, uh, the good data, the amount of data that they get, and uh, it includes data from over 3,000 organizations and 56 million employees worldwide. Uh, and it covers a wide variety of industries. So, again, what we saw with regard to hotline reporting was that the impact of COVID-19 and the disruption to business was reflected in all of the measurements of employee reporting. Whether some of the unique changes will continue in 2021 is difficult to predict, Employee reporting trends have to be considered in one other context, that SEC whistleblowing reports uh, set a record the past year in number of reports and the largest amount of total payouts. Uh, interestingly, and in stark contrast to this important fact, employee internal reporting decreased for the first time in five years of NAVEX global reporting. Now, the decrease was not so significant, the median number of employee reports declined from 1.4 reports per 100 employees in 2019 to 1.3 reports per 100 employees in 2020. Uh, and reporting levels have sort of remained at this level even into 2021, according to NAVEX. Now, this sort of slight decline may be readily explained by the fact that the pandemic dispersed many employees to work from home arrangements and with re the reduction of day-to-day -day contact and observation, employees may have had a reduced opportunity or motivation to report concerns. Then on the other hand, given the stress created by the pandemic and working from home situations, many would expect uh, employees to increase reporting of concerns. The month-by-month -month measurement of employee reporting revealed that in the first month of the pandemic, March 2020, employee reporting skyrocketed, while in the following two months, April and May 2020, employee reporting decreased to significant lows. And as everyone expected, employee reporting on environmental health and safety issues increased as the pandemic shutdown kicked in. EHS reporting jumped from 10% of the overall reports at the start of the year to 21% in March 2020. Business integrity reports also rose in response to COVID-19 pandemic, particularly potential fraud, waste, and abuse. As EHS report numbers decreased during the year, business integrity report numbers increased by 39% between July and September 2020. 
And a further analysis identified healthcare billing and coding as a key factor for this increase. Online reporting uh, continues to grow over uh, hotline or telephones, uh, telephone reporting. Online reporting reached a 48% median during 2020, while telephone reports fell to 31%. And Navex uh, Global expects online reporting to represent a majority of employee reports. Anonymous reporting, interestingly, continued uh, a, a little bit of a decline. Over the last 10 years, there's been a slow, steady decline in anonymous reporting, declining to 58%. There also was a decline in employee reporting of retaliation, harassment, and discrimination incidents. And that was uh, interesting since uh, with the Me Too movement, that reporting has increased um, obviously significantly, but it might be that during the pandemic with work from home arrangements and less contact, uh, that there were less, uh, fewer incidents. The gap between an incident's occurrence and the reporting of the incident increased from 16 days to 36 days, especially in accounting, auditing, and financial reporting. That is interesting because usually uh, reporting occurs, you know, relatively soon after the misconduct is observed. One bright point to highlight uh, was the decrease in case closure time the median time to close a routine case dropped from 45 to 39 days, and this is surprising given the difficulties to conduct investigations in the remote work environment. Well, anyways, those are two uh, quick uh, surveys to look at. I thought the LRN and the uh, survey obviously emphasizing ethical cultures, and of course the trends uh, with regard to incident management from Navex Global, always interesting uh, to catch up with those. Well, thanks uh, for attending today or listening today, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, stay in touch, and, uh, and we'll be back next week. Thanks again for listening to Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Please subscribe to the podcast series. The Volkov Law Group believes that every company should have a robust ethics and compliance program. Experience and research show that ethical companies are better performers in the global marketplace. You can learn more about the legal and compliance services we offer at our website, www.volkovlaw.com. You can also follow our award-winning blog, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and our podcast series. You can contact Michael Volkov at his email address, mvolkov at volkovlaw.com.